Though the liver is the least appreciated of all organs, it remains our greatest ally. Of all the organs in our body, the liver is the least popular. Our educational system doesn't give us much about the liver, and it doesn't make headline news like the brain, heart, or muscles. With the brain, we can hook up some diodes and watch its activities on an EEG machine. We know the difference between asleep and awake. If anything happens to be wrong with the brain, we can feel the effect almost instantaneously. We know when we're experiencing thought blockages, emotional issues, anxiety, or depression. The same goes for the heart, we feel it beat, we feel it race, we are aware if it's out of sync. In the same vein, our muscles get firmer and more visible when we exercise or smaller and softer when we decide to become a couch potato. Our skin is a direct reflection of what's going on in our life, whether pale or peeling or rashy or glowing. With the lungs, we can see the rib cage expand when we take a deep breath and shrink when we let it go. We often neglect our livers because we have no idea how hard they work to keep us healthy. However, when it comes to the liver, it's just out of sight, out of mind. Most of us don't even know where it is in our bodies. We erroneously believe that the liver is not working all that hard for us since we can't feel it the way we can feel the heart beating. If we can't see it struggling, then there must not be a problem. The truth is, your liver is the best friend you've ever had. After everything you've been through in life, your liver is the reason that you're still alive. To the vast majority of us, the liver is the organ that processes alcohol and cleanses toxins from our bodies. However, it does much more than that. The liver performs thousands of critical functions that are even yet to be discovered by medical research and science. It works hard for you day and night, defending and protecting you from every angle. The liver disarms and detains harmful materials, it screens and filters blood to rid it of toxic substances. It is the organ responsible for the storage of glucose, glycogen, vitamin, and mineral. The liver is a storehouse, filter, processing center, garbage service, and more. In the toxic and haphazard world we live in today, our livers are in trouble, and we really need to take better care of them. The key to good health and long life is discovering the power of our livers, and the power of caring for them. Essentially, a healthy liver translates to a healthy heart, a healthy brain, a healthy immune system, skin, and gut. A healthy liver is the ultimate distressor, the ultimate anti-aging ally, the ultimate safeguard against an unsafe world. It's key to mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being. You can attain enlightenment by unburdening and healing your liver. When seeking enlightenment, people often focus on the brain and third eye, trying to reach higher consciousness by quieting the mind or to manifest the future through their thoughts. They completely ignore the liver in the process. The truth is, when your liver is healthy, you will be clearer-headed, more peaceful, and happier. Paying quality attention to your liver is not the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back, it's the helping hand that saved the camel's life by lightening its load. In the next chapters, we will be taking a closer look at how our lifestyle affects our liver and how we can harness the power of this organ by rescuing it and keeping it healthy. Even healthy or good fats can result in an overworked liver and eventually diabetes. There are so many types of fats out there today that it is almost difficult to keep up with them. Good fat, bad fat, high fat, low fat, non-fat, saturated fat, unsaturated fat, trans fat, healthy fat, omega fatty acids, it's enough to make your head spin. Being the central organ that processes anything that comes into the body, processing fat is one of the liver's main jobs. Whenever you eat fat, your liver releases bile to break it down and deliver the fat to your body as energy. 
This is, however, more complicated than it sounds. Different amounts and complex compositions of bile are needed for different foods and different levels of fats, so your liver has to harness its adaptogenic ability to prepare and respond to your fat intake at every meal. The higher the fat content in your meal, the more bile your liver produces. So, when it comes to watching your fat intake, it's not all about good fat versus bad fat. While choosing fats from healthy sources is a great first step, it's not the only safeguard. Levels of fat matter too. When every meal you have is filled with excess fats, whether good or bad, your liver will be forced to exhaust itself producing the bile necessary to protect you from hurting yourself. And whenever your liver constantly exhausts itself making biles day in day out, you can end up paying the price with weight gain in your older years and other liver health complications that arise along the way. An overburdened liver may lead to an overburdened pancreas, which may result in diabetes. One of the major reasons your liver is so committed to regulating the fat content in your blood is to protect your pancreas. Unlike your liver which is like a workhorse and a warhorse, your pancreas is a delicate flower. One of the main functions of the pancreas is to produce insulin, the vital hormone which regulates blood sugar. Your liver does everything possible to protect the body from excess fat because otherwise, the pancreas takes the heat, forced to produce more and more insulin over time. In effect, the pancreas eventually becomes erratic in its hormone production. It may even lose the ability to produce insulin at all. And when our body is deficient of insulin, we end up with diabetes. The more fat in our bloodstream, organs, digestive tract, and lymph fluid, the more insulin our body needs to try to force glucose through the fat saturation so it can enter into the cells and the body can function. For instance, with the bloodstream filled with fats, the nervous system starts to starve, since it runs on sugar, and glucose can't easily find its way past fat to nerves. Trying to get life, sustaining glucose into organs, muscles, and the nervous system while meeting resistance from excess fat is the true meaning of the term, insulin resistance. Fat, not sugar, is the real culprit in insulin resistance diabetes. Hence, insulin resistance, which is the major risk factor for type 2 diabetes, isn't caused by eating too many carbohydrates, fat is the real culprit. The increase in blood sugar from eating too many carbs is merely a symptom of insulin resistance from eating too much fat. As Anthony William recommends, whatever your current diet is, try to reduce the fat content of your meals by at least 25%. If you are on a diet that requires nuts or avocados, for instance, replace the nuts with berries and cut back on the avocados. If you eat one avocado per day, reduce it to half per day. Take as many sources of fat as possible and replace them with liver-healing foods like celery, apples, asparagus, bananas, carrots, potatoes, and cranberries. Sluggish liver is the precursor to all kinds of liver diseases. As we've learned earlier, the liver is the body's peacekeeper. It sacrifices itself to protect you from toxins, alcohol poisoning, dirty blood, high blood pressure, and much more. In most people, the liver serves this function for decades. Then, like any person, if it's pushed past its limit, overloaded, and taken for granted for too long, it reaches the point where it can no longer keep the peace. It becomes sick, congested, disgruntled, frustrated, and even angry, pushed over the edge and into battle. The first of those battle modes is sluggish liver. If it's not caught at this stage, bigger and fiercer battles can arise that show themselves as bigger and fiercer symptoms and conditions. Unfortunately, the vast majority of us take our livers for granted, never taking care of it as much as it deserves, which hinders the liver from being able to do its job efficiently.
Sluggish liver develops when the liver starts using its nutrient storing capacity for storing toxins. When you overburden your liver, it will no longer be able to filter and excrete the toxins, it stores them to be dealt with later. When the body has too many toxins to store, the liver gets rid of nutrients to make room for all the trash it can't process. This is essentially how sluggish liver develops. Sluggish liver is so common that 9 out of 10 people experience it, and it is the precursor to practically anything else that goes wrong with the liver. Unfortunately, as common as sluggish liver is, it's not on the radar of medical research and science. Sluggish liver is an epidemic to which no one is paying attention. When it comes to liver diseases, cirrhosis, hepatitis, jaundice, fatty liver, and liver cancer are the big-name conditions that get all the attention. They are, of course, important conditions, but they often don't start out as full-blown problems. You don't just wake up one morning with cirrhosis, jaundice or any of the others. First, sluggish liver develops, slowly, quietly, and over time the liver gets overloaded. In effect, the liver becomes underactive, it can't protect your body as well anymore, and illness starts to take advantage. Your liver's plea for help always manifests as different conditions and symptoms. There are five different varieties of a sluggish liver, depending on which part of the liver is overburdened, each presenting with a unique set of symptoms. However, it is worth noting that you could have a sluggish liver in one or even all five of these areas and not experience even one of these symptoms. Middle of the liver, hot flashes, night sweats, poor skin tone, swelling, sense of loneliness, depression, anxiety, and excessive thirst. Bottom of the liver, insomnia, constipation, a feeling of unease, jealousy. Top of the liver, poor digestion, acid reflux, bloating, gastritis, frustration, shoulder ache, and tongue sores. The left side of the liver, feelings of weakness in the left leg or arm, nausea, anxiousness, lack of hunger, emotional sensitivities, and backaches. The right side of the liver, brittle and or discolored nails leg spasms or cramps, mild tongue discoloration, and weakness on the right side of the body. Bear in mind, however, that if you are experiencing any of these symptoms, it doesn't mean your body is falling apart, these symptoms are just your liver saying, please help me. Don't see health problems as a means to dislike or distrust your body. Your body is on your side, it's not out to get you, and it's not letting you down. Learn to see the hidden blessing that the liver cries out for help. After all, when the liver shows its struggle, it allows us to respond, to bring it back to health, and to reclaim our lives. Weight gain is a result of infringements in the functions of the liver. When asked about the cause of weight gain, most of the health and fitness professionals out there will tell you it's due to slow metabolism, eating too much, eating too many carbs, or not exercising enough. The truth is, it's merely a stereotype that the reason people are overweight is that they love food, overindulging in fried items, sweets, and other treats while spending too much time on the couch. And nobody has a fast or slow metabolism. If you're overweight, it's probably felt awful to think that you were born with an inadequate metabolism while your neighbor or coworker hit the jack. What weight gain really comes down to is how fast or slowly your liver functions. When someone can eat all the cookies he wants and not gain an ounce, it's not because he has a fast metabolism. It's because he has a liver that hasn't yet hit its fat storing or poison storing limitation and therefore functions at a faster pace. Put simply, weight gain often means that the storage capacity of the liver has been compromised. Compromised fat storage doesn't necessarily mean that your diet is the issue. 
while for anyone, eating a lot of high-fat foods can certainly affect the storage capacity of the liver, there are several others that can be of influence as well. Anything that overburdens the liver can affect its storage capacity. This includes viral infections, toxic heavy metals, pesticides, herbicides, plastics, industrial chemicals, and other toxins. If any of these substances build up in the liver, they will take up valuable fat storage space, leading to the accumulation of fat in the abdomen and all over the body. So if some of the people with whom you are on the same exercise regime or diet plan are losing weight and you aren't, it's not because there is something wrong you. It's not because you've been genetically predestined to be overweight. Remember, that extra weight someone is carrying around usually didn't result from fast food, couch potato lifestyle. It could be that the person exercises every day and eats measured portions of only the foods said to be the healthiest, and yet body fat accumulates, because a virus or any number of other toxins have hampered their liver. Weight gain is not always solely due to fat accumulation. Most of the time when people gain weight or find it hard to lose weight, it is due to excessive fluid retention in their bodies. For instance, if you're 60 pounds overweight despite your best efforts, there's a good chance that only 40 pounds of it is body fat and the other 20 pounds is fluid that your body's holding. However, like fat accumulation, fluid retention also stems from a compromise in liver function. Under normal conditions, the liver is meant to be the filter for macro waste matter, while the lymphatic system is supposed to process out the micro. When the liver gets strained, however, it passes off the filtration to the lymphatic system, which leads to excess fluid retention in tissues, leading to weight gain. Extra weight is no one's fault, and weight is not fate. As Anthony Williams strongly emphasizes, weight gain should never come with a sense of doom and destiny attached, nor should it come with low self-esteem. You don't have to starve yourself, work out like crazy, or curse your family line because you gain weight easily. Likewise, weight loss is not always a grueling matter of burning calories. It's often about releasing the dam of retained fluid in your body so the weight can flow away. The true key to weight loss is healing the liver, and addressing the factors that burden it in the first place, such as a viral load, hormonal strain, and toxic exposure. Liver Rescue Morning, Tapping into Your Liver's Normal, God-Given Cleansing Functions Your liver is your greatest ally, it doesn't want anything bad to happen to you. Your liver wants you to get relief from your symptoms and conditions so you can finally experience the clear skin or mood stabilization or weight loss or lifting of fatigue you so much desire. This amazing organ of yours, the liver, wants to cleanse itself. Your liver wants relief from its daily overload of fats and from a lifetime of pathogenic activity and toxin exposure, also it can lead you to better health. To cleanse properly and effectively, however, the liver needs finesse and care. It doesn't want to be treated like a machine, it needs you to have a solid knowledge of how it functions. To keep your liver healthy and in good condition by helping it cleanse every day, Anthony Williams recommends an approach he calls the liver rescue morning. The Liver Rescue Morning is a quick, easy cleanse you can try anytime and incorporate into your daily life. At night, you and your liver go to bed at the same time, but your liver wakes up around 3 or 4 in the morning to get to work. Your liver likes this period while you're still asleep, it knows you won't be consuming heavy foods or drinking espresso or experiencing adrenaline bursts from an emotional or dramatic even at this time. So it uses the time to scrub up messes, collect any junk from the previous day, and flush out the trash. Essentially, the liver rescue morning is all about tapping into the liver's normal, God-given cleansing functions when you wake up, to give yourself a huge healing advantage. So how do you go about the liver rescue morning?
The liver rescue morning starts by getting enough fluid. First, hydrate well once you wake up in the morning. When you get up, your blood is dirty with all the toxins and waste that your liver has discarded earlier in the morning. If you don't flush out the waste by getting hydrated, your liver will have no choice but to reabsorb it. This, in effect, can stop you from making progress with your healing. So, immediately hydrate when you wake up by drinking lemon or lime water, celery juice, or cucumber juice on an empty stomach. You can also flush out your bloodstream with enormously hydrating drinks like coconut water, aloe water, smoothies, and fresh fruit and vegetable juices. Secondly, stay away from foods that contain fats before lunchtime. Focus on water-rich foods like melons, apples, cucumbers, celery, grapes, oranges, tangerines, berries, pears, cherries, apricots, peaches, nectarines, and papayas. The moment you eat radical fats containing foods like nuts and nut butter, oil, avocado, coconut, eggs, bacon, milk, chicken, sausage, ham, and more, your liver gets interrupted, and the detoxing stops. Also, avoid proteins in the morning, save your servings of protein for later in the day. High-protein foods such as yogurt, kefir, milk, butter, eggs, cheese, and smoked salmon are still high in fat and will hold back your healing if you eat them in the morning. Skipping fats and proteins does not mean skipping breakfast. If you're used to eating dense, rich, or heavy food in the mornings, don't be scared of the liver rescue morning. You still get to eat, and you get to eat well as you're getting well. You can even go for some steamed potatoes, sweet potatoes, or winter squash in the late morning for a really satisfying, glucose-rich, liver-healing snack. Finally, try as much as possible to avoid caffeine and processed foods during your liver rescue morning. If you can skip these items on those mornings you're trying to help your liver detox, you will be doing your health a huge favor. Liver Rescue 3, 6-9, give your liver a deep cleansing by getting in tune with its healing secret. Another approach you can take to help your liver cleanse itself is what Anthony William calls the liver rescue 3, 6-9. While the liver rescue morning discussed earlier is all about keeping up with daily life, the liver rescue 3, 6-9 is about digging deeper. Here, you will be able to take all the benefits of the liver rescue morning and raise them to a whole new level. The Liver Rescue 3, 6-9 is a 9-day eating plan made up of 3, 3-day intervals that gradually get your liver used to letting go. The first 3 days of the plan, which William calls the 3, is the preparation phase, and it is very important. Just like the Liver Rescue Morning, you will start each of these 3 days simply with 16 ounces of lemon or lime water. This will help flush your liver's accumulated waste from the night before out of your system. You will have three meals a day, your regular breakfast, lunch, and dinner. However, each meal must follow William's dietary guidelines for the three, avoid gluten, dairy, eggs, lamb, pork products, canola oil. Reduce your overall consumption of fats by 50%, and wait until dinner time before eating fats. If you enjoy animal products, stick to only one serving per day, eaten only at dinner. Focus on eating more leafy greens, vegetables, and fruits every day. You can substitute the dates in your afternoon snacks for mulberries, fresh or dried, raisins, grapes, and figs, fresh or dried. Snack on apples and dates all through the three days. Apples will help you hydrate, and dates will keep your liver warm. William recommends eating up to four apples and four dates a day during this phase. The three, is meant to ease your liver into detox, it is important not to skip this phase. The next three days is what William calls, the six, and this is where the internal cleansing begins. 
This phase is when your liver gets to unpack some of its old pool of toxins, fats, and viral waste matter it's been holding for months or years. Start each day with a big 16-ounce glass of lemon or lime water to flush your system. 30 minutes later, drink 16 ounces of fresh, plain celery juice. Bear in mind, however, that celery juice is not a caloric drink, so ensure you follow it up with breakfast. For breakfast, William recommends one or more servings of the liver rescue smoothie, one. Six bananas or two maradol papaya two. Two fresh pataya, dragon fruit, or one package of frozen pataya or six tablespoons of powdered pataya three, six cups of wild blueberries, fresh or frozen. For lunch, you'll have steamed vegetables, especially asparagus and Brussels sprouts, with a liver rescue salad of tomatoes, cucumber, celery, and leafy greens. You will also snack on two apples, one to four dates, and celery sticks. Asparagus and Brussels sprouts contain a similar chemical compound that travels directly to the liver and triggers a purging effect. Dinner will be very similar to the lunch, salad with steamed asparagus and or Brussels sprouts. During this phase, you will have to avoid fats and animal products entirely. The last three days or the nine is when your liver gets to let go, sending tons of toxins and fats into your bloodstream for delivery out of your body. For the first two days, day seven and eight, start by drinking lemon or lime water. Half an hour later, drink 16-ounce celery juice and a liver rescue smoothie 20 minutes later. Lunch for days 7 and 8 will be delicious, nourishing spinach soup over cucumber noodles or raw zucchini noodles. Snack on two apples, celery sticks, and cucumber slices. For dinner, keep eating the liver rescue salad with steamed asparagus and Brussels sprouts, but add steamed potatoes, sweet potatoes, or winter squash on day 7. And then you get to day 9, which is an all-liquid day. Start with 16 ounces of lemon or lime water, as usual. Half an hour later, follow it with 16 to 20 ounces of celery juice. Then, throughout the rest of the day, enjoy as many servings of cucumber apple juice, blended melon, blended papaya, or fresh squeezed orange juice as you'd like. Avoid fats entirely. In between, it all, make sure you're sipping water, ideally with a squeeze of lemon or lime in it, or plain if that's what you can handle. Conclusion Most of the diseases and symptoms that are common out there today are connected to the health of the liver. The liver is a vital organ in the human body, working and struggling constantly to maintain balance in our bodies while being by all sorts of toxins daily. And because we are not taught the importance of our livers or to take good care of them, they become neglected, sluggish, and result in a variety of diseases. Improving the health of your liver is the key to weight loss, as well as eliminating brain fog, skin and hormonal conditions, diabetes, high blood pressure and many more. In short, a healthy liver translates to a healthy and long life. Reduce the fat content of your meals by at least 25%. Whatever your current diet is, take as many sources of fat as possible and replace them with liver-healing foods like celery, apples, asparagus, bananas, carrots, potatoes, and cranberries.